Hello, folks out there. This episode of the podcast is partnered by Audible. Greg, you know what I love about Audible? What do you love about Audible, I don't have to pick up a book anymore and carry it around with me. In fact, I carry it around in my phone, which is amazing. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. They literally keep thousands of titles right on your phone, accessible at any time, when you're driving, when you're cooking, when you're mowing the lawn, changing a diaper, doesn't matter. It's all right there at your fingertips, John. They've got podcasts, they've got lectures, they've got some like health and wellness and like fitness series on there that if you just are looking for something to fill that gap, like you're not getting into a book right now, it's all there for you, man. If you're a member, Greg, what's cool about it is you get three titles per month. The first one, you can pick whatever you want. Like I've said, I'll probably start hitting up some of those health and wellness books. And then what's awesome is they have two Audible exclusives exclusives folks you can't get it anywhere else it's true that is very true so if you guys want to get on the audible train you can go to audibletrial.com slash j-a-t-g that stands for johnny and the greg hook yourself up with a 30-day free trial no promises no nothing if you don't like it which i can't imagine you're not going to like it um it, you can cancel at any time but the great thing about that is the books you get during your free trial or if at any time those books are yours like you get to keep them you can listen to them non-stop anytime all the time sounds like a deal to me man so if you guys are smart like i know you guys are because you already listened to this podcast sign yourself up guys what do you got to lose it's 30-day free trial yeah. and it's books it's knowledge you gotta drink it up it is so one more time, it is audibletrial.com slash J-A-T-G. All right, guys, here's the next podcast. God, I got to <laughs> I'm running out of stuff to say. Welcome. Yeah. Johnny and Greg. Pretty much. We'll start with them. So for those of you that saw our knee-jerk reactions to, I believe it was last Wednesday's premiere of Loki. Mm-hmm. Hope you liked it. We're going to do it for the entirety of the Loki series and just give our knee-jerk reactions we don't plan on keeping it long and and then we'll if you're probably... watching the show and want to join us we're doing it at 9 p.m wednesday nights boom central time yeah jump on so, give us your opinions on what you think is going to happen or whatever you guys want to talk about all right greg yeah loki, loki. i watched it. it yeah we both liked it yep uh, uh do you said you watched it again? You went back. I did watch it, it again. Yeah. I watched it um, Wednesday, so we could talk about the knee jerk reaction, and then I watched rewatched it with uh, Ursula. I think Saturday. I kind of wish I would have. I didn't go back and rewatch it, but I did watch a couple of YouTube things. Okay. Um, one of the things I had brought up during the knee jerk reaction was the end credits. Like I wanted mm-hmm. to see a breakdown. All those end credits and see what was going on. And somebody did that. Like YouTube yep. got on top of it. There's some things there. Um, if they're clues, I don't know. I mean, some of the things were going to be a stretch. Um, 
I was happy to see that there were no references to Mephisto, but uh, <laughs> there were. No, they got were it there? wrong. But no, they got it wrong. Where when he asked in the beginning, he asked that little kid, like, "Who gave you this gum? And who yeah. did all this to everybody?" And he points to that devil, that red-faced devil in the mirror, or oh, in that window. God. Remember that? I guess I do. Remember. Everybody oh. freaked out, and yeah. I think the director or the writer said, "Whoa, whoa, whoa. like." <laughs> We filmed that scene way before Mephisto yeah. was even thought. It's yeah, they to... they filmed this like yeah a while ago. Yeah, like yeah. It, this isn't like something that they filmed before WandaVision. I right. mean, they filmed it like either concurrently or even before. Right. I'm sorry, they didn't film it after WandaVision. They filmed it either at the same time or they filmed it before. Yeah, so I think that's no, what happened. Yeah. So all the all the Mephisto yeah. rhetoric. Yeah, it's not going to be there. I mean, it, the director said, I think it was the director or the writer said when he remembered that scene and how bad WandaVision was get going, uh, how people were reacting to Mephisto, he thought, yeah. oh, no, they're going to freak out right when they see this. But I almost, no, that, I got, I hope Mephisto shows up, but I want him to show up in like, in like the Morbius movie or. Carnage versus Venom, or some some oh. one of the Sony products, and watch people go. Wait, what? So yeah. oh, no, yeah. Yeah. no, they can't. He can't be in there. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, I'm starting to become these people that are freaking out over small little details because I'm. It's. I think people are just trying to get ahead. And they my advice to you people. Yeah. Why? Just enjoy the ride. Well, yeah. My advice to you people: stop it. Yeah. Stop it. I mean, if you're doing it because it's the only thing you need for views and stuff, I. Okay, I understand that. Which, I mean, if you want to run your YouTube that way, it's totally fine. I have no problem with that. But some of them are just crazy. Like, I think the um, there was one I heard. Oh, do you remember when, um, right in the beginning of the Loki thing, where he impersonates Captain America? Yes. Yes. Yeah. They said that Chris Evans came back just to film that one episode. It's not true. That's an endgame. Yeah. It's exactly an endgame. But some guy based like did a whole YouTube thing on it. And I was like, guy, no, he didn't come back just to no. redo that, just to do that scene. Chris Evans is never coming back, people. You need well, to. Well, never say never with that. But no, well, I think he's never coming back. Speaking of that, you know what? I, you know what? You know what? They opened up a can of worms too, and I don't think they expected this to. But there needs to be either an animated movie. Yes, it has to be an animated movie of. Steve Rogers putting back all the infinity stones. Well, and that's what everybody wants. Like the, I, there needs the to lost be. years of captain America, or I saw a thing now where, um, in the background, someone who comes through one of those time tunnels or time doors or whatever, I almost call it a boom tube. That's the wrong, that's yeah. the wrong universe. Um, was, was a woman who looked like she Peggy was from the forties. No, no, no. She looked like she was from the forties and everybody went, was that Peggy Carter? Um, no, she looked like it was Peggy Carter. It looked like Peggy Carter. Yeah. I don't know. Um, so everybody's freaking out now is, is, is but, that timeline? Did, did, did Steve create an alternate timeline or variant by staying back? Okay. This is one of the things I wanted to talk to you about. Okay. He did. That's mm -hmm. been that's been confirmed by the Russos that he's living in an altered reality or a branch reality. That's the word they used in a branch reality. And he comes back to give Sam the shield. 
So he came back to our reality? Mm-hmm. How? I don't know, but that's what they said. Because that's... if he's living in that branch reality, yes. when he's old, yes. he can't just like walk to that bench because no one's going to be there because that's not the reality he's in anymore. Back to the Future taught us he would have to go back. Nah, no, nah, no, nope, nope, nope. <laughs> Can't go back to the future because Can't they you? already knocked that out. No, they did not. They're still yes, fu- they did. They, they function on so many different time travel theories. It's ridiculous. No, I, I rewatched it to un- see if I got this right. They don't. They they're very clear about it. In fact, who do you call it? Banner goes into this whole explanation. If you actually listen, and I'm one of those people that I have to listen to it several times because I get lost in the in the minutia of the conversation, but. He, they exactly explain it like, and even, uh, what, what's his face? Scott Lane goes, so back to the future is bullshit. bullshit. Yeah, I know, but I don't know. It is. I, anyway, I'll go back and watch it again, but I yeah. don't think that's what they're doing. Okay. So anyway, there's a bunch of branch realities that are happening all and, over the place. Yeah. Yeah. Like Peggy Carter. Now, if you want to, all right. If Peggy Carter got brought in, the question is, it's not Peggy. I, I know it's not Peggy Carter. If it was Peggy Carter, why would she be brought in, not Steve Rogers? Don't know. Yeah. That's the only, that's, the only thing we haven't really learned. I mean, there is the, the animated What If series that's going to come out. And if you ever followed the What If comics, there the is a, on, right? there is a, well, Eventually, it was originally it was based on Owatu, the Watcher, just saying, "What if this would happen?" And then he would watch, and like, like he was playing, he wasn't creating timelines. He was, he was like, he could preview the realities and then go, "Yeah, that won't work," and then go back. So like Doctor Strange with the Time Stone. Yeah, or what if Wolverine was Lord of the Vampires? That yeah. one was crazy. Um, you know, what if the Fantastic Four all had the same powers? What right. if? Uh, Spider-Man had kept the symbiote suit. I mean, right, yeah. those are some of the, the ones that I remember. Um, but the point being like at one point in the, what if comics, they said, okay, all of those realities are time variants, they're branch timelines and, and we're going to somehow cross all the characters over. So I don't know if they're going to say, what if is actually variants or, or is it truly a, what if? Yeah, I don't know either. Here's here's where I'm struggling a little bit because this is how I first looked at it. The sacred timeline mm-hmm. is just the sacred timeline. That doesn't mean that every multiverse has its own timeline. All the multiverses are in one sacred timeline. Am I understanding that correct? I think they all branch off from the one sacred timeline. Like the multiverse theory, if I'm following them right, <laughs> that's what I'm talking. About. It's not that you have parallel timelines; it's that you've got one timeline, and then like, oh, um, it, it, everything from Cap killing the the Red Skull on their first meeting to him picking the triangle shield instead of the round one. I mean, yeah. those are the kind of you know. Some of those are inconsequential. Some of them are huge. Right. So, and that's where they all branch off from the main or the sacred timeline and the TVA goes back, shuts it down. And then to keep the, the sacred timeline going. 
Okay, because they're talking about a sacred timeline. Like when they did a nice little cartoon, yeah. right? The three guys make it instead of several timelines, they make it one, one. sacred timeline. Yep. And then they said that if a variant cre- creates a branch reality. Yes. So 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 far this is where I'm screwed up because you're talking about time. And then the next sentence, you talk about a reality. Reality and time aren't the same thing. And then all of a sudden, you talk about the multiversal war or multi-universe yeah, we, war. Right. We don't know what that is yet. Right. Exactly. Well, everybody's guessing that's what? Secret Wars? I don't know. Yeah. Everybody's guessing that. You don't want to play today, do you, Greg? Well, I, I, <laughs> I'm going to be honest. I haven't looked up that much stuff. I mean, I watched the one thing about the credits. Yeah. But I didn't, I didn't do a deep dive into it. I did. And well, no, I I admit I'm going crazy. Psycho YouTubers theory about what happened or what's going to happen or something like that. Cause that to me, that's the rabbit hole. That's the, yeah, I I'm trying to keep myself locked in. Well, locked into just, I'm going to enjoy this for what, the writers want me to enjoy it as they don't, they don't want us to go nuts on the internet, build up expectations to different things. And then when it doesn't happen, you get disappointed. So the people that thought or that knew they, they figured it out that Dr. Strange was supposed to be at the end of WandaVision. And then when he wasn't, they go, man, that's some bullshit. I mean, that's not well, what yeah, I no, I, Yeah. So you're staying out of a rabbit hole so you don't get disappointed. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. I'm staying, I'm going down rabbit holes to see if I understand it more. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I get that, but. Yeah. So here's, here's the exact quote from Miss Minutes. Whatever it was, stepping off your path created a nexus event, which left unchecked could branch off into madness, leading to another multiversal war. Okay. That's, from the show. So that's what's confusing me, Greg. So maybe maybe you got this and I don't. Are is time and a multiverse the same thing or are they completely different things? Because it sounds like they're combining them and that's what's throwing me off. Yeah. Right? Like are is there thousands, millions uh an unending multiverse out there that are all working in the sacred timeline? Or is there just, you know what I mean? That's what I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know that stuff. I have no idea. I took it as, this is just me going off of the explanation from the show, was the sacred timeline. And then if there's a variant or that nexus event where it starts to branch off into something else, left unchecked, that timeline becomes like a new reality for somebody. Okay. On its and own time. On its own. Well, yeah. So, so wherever it, you know, wherever it branched from, and then from yeah. that branch, you could get another branch and another branch and blah, 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 blah. Right. Right. Until yeah. you have so many different, you know, different realities right. that it's now the DC universe. Um, so they're the TVA is to keep that in check. Like right. they've, they've got those little grenades or whatever it is that looks like it completely breaks down a timeline. Yeah, like it erases it or resets yes. it, something like that. Yeah. They call it a reset. Yeah, do a, yeah, do a reset. Like yeah. it, it caps it off. 
Yeah. Do you get the idea that the timekeepers are bullshit? That they're not around anymore? Oh, I don't think they're around anymore. And that it's the system that's keeping the system. it. But there's nobody that's like yeah, the highest the, level knows a secret. That I, there's timekeepers yeah, like, gone. They like haven't been here. Those long. three people, yeah, I think yeah. are, we're going to find out, are non existent or, or they do exist, but they've taken themselves out of the picture. Like, yeah, I, I like think the, so too. Like the three people were like, yeah, we're not going to do this anymore. And they left and went, oh, well, I guess we have to create something to keep doing this job. Yeah. Yeah. The uh, one thing that I think no one. Or, or the three people are Odin, Mephisto, and a celestial. The ancient one? Yeah. Or it could be. Could be. Yeah. The ancient <laughs> one. Or it's Tony Stark, Gamora, and Black the, Widow. The soul. Yeah. That could people be. People that died. The people that died for the soul. Stone. That they went back in time. Yes. To the beginning of time. Or no, no, at the end of time. That could be. They went to the end of time and then became the timekeepers that jumped back to the beginning. Now, now, now we're in rabbit hole territory. (laughs) Uh, That's my brain. (laughs) Now now we're in rabbit hole territory. Anyway, guys, that that was a what if right there from Johnny and the Greg. But Morbius said something in when when Loki's looking at his at his like. At his life, yeah, yeah, his life, and like that was it, cool, it, cool scene. It was well, a really cool scene. I think well, uh, Hiddleston well, did a great job with that. Mm-hmm. But Morbius said to him, "This keeps happening over and over again, and it will always happen." So, are we in some sort of loop? I thought that that could be what he's getting at. Yeah, that like, no matter what path you take, no matter what you do, this is yeah. what's going to happen. That that Loki in his kind of reality hopping ways is stuck in like this permanent loop. Oh, so it's just Loki. Yeah, I think it's just Loki. Okay, okay. it could be just because that kind of felt like a Matrix moment with me, where he was like, "This is this is the sixth time we've all done this." Yeah, like you're the sixth one, Neo. Nothing that could nothing... be. That could be. Yeah, like they just keep resetting the timeline back at the beginning of it and. Start over, letting it go. Yeah, yeah. But I could see, I could see where whatever, like Loki, makes it to some point in the sacred time stream, gets warped back to whenever Loki is born, and like, kind of almost like reincarnated, or they wipe his memory, or whatever it is, and he's got to do it all over again. I think, I think you had it right in the beginning. Just. Seriously, I, I I think sometimes I get too wrapped up. I never get disappointed when it doesn't work out a certain way. I, I, I That hasn't happened to me with Marvel yet. But I think you're right. Just enjoy the show and, oh. just, uh, and just have fun with it. Because other, I think Loki is going to be a very fun show. Yeah. Um, I, I love the idea that he was D.B. Cooper. That was so cool. Well, a couple of things that I did read, because um, people were getting on WandaVision on that bandwagon again. And, uh, what do you mean getting on the bandwagon? for? Well, what? they, like they were bringing up, like, how does this connect? Like, how does this connect to WandaVision? Well, how does Loki connect to WandaVision or does it at all? Things like that. Yeah. And they were also talking about like, okay, so when season two coming and 
like everybody who was on that show, I saw it from from Kevin Feige, I saw it from Elizabeth Olsen. They're like, oh, there's no WandaVision two, season yeah. two. According to Wanda, she's done. Oh, she's done? No, uh, let me reframe that. I don't mean she's done, but she says after Doctor Strange 2, she doesn't have anything that she knows down the pipe. Oh, she's like not a, is she still under contract? I don't know that. Okay. I'm sure that's not hard to find out though. But. Right. Well, the, my point is that, um, you're not going to see a sequel to WandaVision. You're, no, I don't, nor should you, you, you might see a sequel to Falcon and Winter Soldier, but it's going to be like Captain America. Captain America. Yeah. Captain America. Like it'll be his movie. And Anthony Mackie said, cause he's 40, 43. Yeah. Something like that. Well, he's like, I'm not going to be a 15 year old or 50 year old. Yeah. Captain America. Like he's like, I got about six years in me yeah. to do this. Yeah. And, and that's exactly what even, um, um, Oh shoot. The author, your buddy. The author, your buddy. The author, the Australian author. Oh, um, I'm Matt a, Matt Riley. Matthew Matt Riley. Riley. I'm yeah. sorry, Matthew. I should have remembered that. Um, where he's like, yeah. The thing about, I mean, we can have these great characters, but when we lock ourselves into one actor, they age. Like they're not superheroes. They're going to age. Yep. And so, uh, it sounds like even Anthony Mackie's like, we've got, you know, we have like a six year plan. Like I, I get this shield for yeah. like anywhere from five to seven years and then we're done. Then it's well, got to either move on or they got to recast or they got to do something. Yeah. I think the guys, I would call them the, what would you call them? The f- second generation? Cause I think of the first generation, I think it's your, your six Avengers, right? Yeah. Your founders. Yeah. Right. Your founders. And I think like a guy like Mackie, Elizabeth Olsen, Benedict Cumberbatch, I think they have had many talks with Mr. Uh, Downey Jr. Like, hey, yeah, how's this feel? And he's probably sitting there telling them, guys, my job's easy. I crack jokes. Yeah. Some other guy wears the suit. Nobody, <laughs> no other guy wears the suit. It's total CGI. Right. And I mean, that's he even he said that on a talk show. He's like. When that armor comes on, I'm not there anymore. Right. Yeah. He's like that little facial thing with all the, all the screens. He's like, I'm in a sound booth acting. Yeah. That's yeah. it. You know, these guys that are actually doing, I don't know. I think you're going to see like the human element action piece. It's going to be taken away more and more because they're getting so good at CGI. They are. You're right. Like, I, I did not know this. The in Endgame, those white outfits, the time travel outfits, weren't like even what, on them. No, when they're walking out to to hit the time tunnel. Yeah, yeah. The, all, and they're like having that moment. Those outfits were completely CGI. They were wearing their regular uniforms, but the costume department did not have the white thing, the white done yet. Okay. And they said, okay, just wear your regular stuff and we're going to CGI over it. There you go. And it, it, I mean, and that was, to me, that was that good that I couldn't tell the difference and not that I'm an expert, but, you know, I can definitely tell good CGI from bad CGI. Well, yeah, I think when it's blaring, a.k.a. Superman's mustache or <laughs> lack thereof, when when it's that distorting, you're like, yeah. okay. Yeah. 
Yeah. Okay. Like what the there, fuck's going on there? Yeah. There's a disturbance in the forest. It just seems right. off. And I think an, another part is you got to look for it. Like well, if, I, you're, if you're actively looking for it, like that army of the dead where they CGI that girl in, I was actively looking mm-hmm. for that because you sent me something on it. I had no idea until then, you know, and right. I was actively looking for it. I was like, Oh, oh yeah, t- it's totally CGI yeah. now. Yeah. 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 But, but so right. I think, I think, yeah, there were more and more. We're going to see actors just being replaced by CGI. They're like their superhero action shots. Right. It, it's happening. Mostly our Amy Spider Man's almost entirely CGI. Yeah. Yeah. I um I'm what what I was trying to originally say was like with Anthony Mackey, I'm sure he's had tons of conversation with Chris Evans, like who's was sitting there probably in a protein bar and thinking, dude, I'm I I love yeah. I loved being Captain America. I loved what it's done. I loved how people love what I do here but i'm so i'm so happy this is over because i don't have well, to and especially uh, chris evans who's made some really cool independent films and some done like writing and producing and things like that i mean it, i don't know if you saw knives out but that's a great yeah, film. i did it is a good film and him do he, i think he wants to do more stuff like that and yeah, i th- i think fun. what he will now make for the rest of his life off the residuals of marvel films will allow him to do that yeah, I agree with you. Um, he, uh, uh, yeah, I agree with you. I forgot what I was going to, I was going to add something. Oh, we're going to switch gears here a little bit, guys, because Greg texted me a question and I, I oh, yeah. think I'm, I think I know where he's going, but I, I really sat there and thought about this. Um, Greg, what was so, the question you asked me? So this, this came from a book that I'm reading. Okay. And and it has to do like this, you know, this detective and she is in a, she's in a bar and she's recognizing that who can take care of themselves and who can't. And her point was, um, it's not always the biggest or the strongest or the, the meanest looking guy. You've got to look at their hands. You've got to look at their knuckles to see if they're scarred, to see if they're, you know, do they look like a fighter's hands? That's how you look for the guy that's been in a lot of scraps. And somehow that led me to looking at my hands going, well, I don't have like bulbous knuckles or right. anything like that. Um, but I do think if the opportunity called for it, like I would get into a fight with somebody like but it's got to be one of those situations that really called for it. Like you couldn't talk your way out kind of thing. And so I just texted you. I'm like, do you think you'd fight a guy anymore? Like, yeah, my first thought was, I thought you were talking about, because, you know, we've been seeing lately these celebrity boxers and Logan Paul taking on old people and, and yeah, or people no. past their prime, you know, and I'm thinking to myself, is he talking about, are you talking about competition? Cause if the answer was competition, I mean, if you're asking me from a competition standpoint, no, I have zero desire to do that. Yeah. No. Um, the, if, and you, and you told me, no, I didn't mean competition. I just meant in general. Simple answer is if I have to. Yeah. I don't want to. I, there's not one part of me that wants to. In fact, it's funny. There's this, there's this show that Ursula and I watch and, and I'll be honest, Greg, I think I've told you this before. I don't know why I watch it, but I fucking watch it. It's um, MTV's The Challenge. 
for those of you that don't know what the challenge is, do you remember MTV The Real World? Yes. Okay. They took the most popular slash drama infused people okay. and they throw them into a house. Oh. And it's and what they basically do is they put them through physical challenges. And then they have to vote who they want in some sort of elimination round. And at the end of the day, it's whoever's the last man standing gets like a million dollars. But they're doing some very cool physical challenges, some very cool puzzle solving things. And okay, just some very cool, like jumping from uh, one moving semi to another moving semi and making sure you hook a ring on a hook before you do it type thing. Okay. You know, really cool stuff. And one elimination today was called Hall Brawl. And it is a plexiglass wall that is about this big. And you put okay. on, you put on, um, uh, so people that are, are only hearing me, it's about uh, a man, a regular sized man could walk through it, but his shoulders would be touching the sides of the wall. So that's how small it is. Okay. okay. They put on gear and they fucking have to slam each other. And whoever gets to the opposite end first wins. Oh, it's like a gauntlet. Well, we used yeah. to do that when I was in football. Yeah, exactly. Line yeah. up or, on the uh, side. Oklahoma drill. Oklahoma drill. Sure. Yeah. Okay. And I'm looking at that, and Ursula looked at me, and she goes, would you want to do that? And this is right off of thinking about your text. Right. You know what? I'm going to be honest with you, Ursula. I don't want any part of any of that anymore. I said, if you would have asked me that 10 years ago, I would have been like, yep, sure. Lock me up. I will rip through Uh that. And I said, but I don't want any more pounding. Yeah, like, I just don't want to throw my body into something anymore. <laughs> I'd say probably seven years ago, I would have been like, yeah, we could do that. But yeah, that looks like fun. But no, right. not much anymore. I would still actually I'd still want I would still want to do it. Like there would still be that piece. We'd be like, oh, that looks like fun. Like you know, there always is that. that but like but I've always my brain those... would take over and go, you're going to hurt yourself. Like the the first like the the fear factor. Like I used mm-hmm. to love that show because I would watch that and think, I'd like to go into that car that falls into the water and you have to get yourself out and grab a flag. Like I think that'd be fun. I could do that because I'm one of those people. I think we've talked about this on the podcast. I don't panic underwater. I just right. don't ever have. It's just not me. Um, but things like that, I've always found um, like fun like all these challenges they do i always think to myself that looks fun or like but then again you know what because my sister asked me to do spartan races and i get the appeal i just don't want to i just don't want to run in mud and slide underneath dirty water and climb over a wall is that the one where they shock you i think there are some i don't know if they do that anymore but i think there are some stuff like that i'm like no that that i don't want to do yeah i uh, yeah so i mean my my because like if someone i think it it became a situational and i texted you totally that on the fly i wasn't even really in yeah, deep thought about it but like if someone's messing with your kid yes yes you're going you're going to get into a physical altercation in that moment um if 
if it's a bar type situation. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Let's rewind that again. Okay. Somebody's messing with your kid. You're you're not talking about somebody like Lex's age fighting Lex. Because that's something like he has to handle that himself. No, 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 not like that. I meant like okay. you mean like a guy's trying to break into your house and steal your kid. Something like that. Oh, yes. I mean okay. that or if I mean if it's someone if it's a man being physical with my daughter where he and I are going yes. to have a physical altercation. Right. Um, and, and I, for people are like, well, what if, you know, what if that guy's like 16, 17? And I'm like, I don't know if I would care. Like, no, of course not. Like he's probably, I mean, if he's 16, 17, he definitely has the cardio edge on me. The fact, you know, maybe, he, maybe, he, maybe, maybe, but at, at any rate, I'm not going to stand there and let him, but you know, let's, let's handle my daughter. Let's let's break that down. So, do you think a seventeen-year-old could handle a hit from you? That's a different story. I don't because know. not only is your hit um, functionally or fundamentally correct because of your training, right? There is. I am a dad defending my daughter. Power behind it. There's that, and there's yeah. the idea. I would think that a seventeen-year-old would not be expecting a forty-three-year-old to fucking rock him. I right. Mean, that's what I'm saying. Just see it coming. I don't think this day and age, unless no. you're in some sort of MMA training or in your some sort of martial arts training, you they probably don't get fights. They probably Twitter beef with each other. Yeah, there's I don't think there's a lot of fist fights much anymore. Yeah, I think fist fights were kind of even going out of style when we were kids, Craig, because I just remember a bunch of pushing. Yeah, there was some go, pushing that go, yeah. Go right now. Yeah, Let's go, go, you punk. do all that. Yeah. Even I remember seeing a couple of years ago where like People are tearing their shirts off when they're going to get into a fight. They'd be like, here we go. And I'm like, why are you taking your shirt off, bro? Like, yeah. what? what is that? Is that is that tr- strategic? I mean, is that I a... I think it was strategic so nobody could take it and pull it over your head, or I don't, I don't yeah. know. Yeah, something. I think. Do, the, do the whole hockey thing where they just you know what I think? with your... Actually, it just dawned on me. You know what I think that first was? It was like that Will Smith episode where you start acting crazy, and you talk, and you talk... <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah. Because if I'm ready to fight a guy and he takes his shirt off, my first thought is like, what the fuck? Like, what are you doing that for? And he's like, I think the first person that ever did this was thinking, if I take this off, they're going to know I mean business and I'm ready to go. Yeah. If I'm about to get into a fight with a guy and he takes his shirt off, as soon as his arms get by his head. Yes. Go on. And that shirt and that shirt is blocking his vision. I'm all over him. Yeah. <laughs> That's yes. the, Knock him down. And and I was I had just had this conversation with my daughter. She's like, well, in like a fair fight, I'm like, if you're in a fair fight, you've already lost. Like you if don't you're in a fair fight, you're doing it for competition. Yeah. And like you don't fight fair ever. ever. Yeah. There's I mean if you think yeah, there's never a fair fight. I mean, ever, no. ever. Especially no. if it's the kind well, of situations no, we're talking about. You know what, about. Greg? There was fair fighting, but I think somewhere along the line, somebody was like, this is stupid. I'm not going to count to 10 paces. <laughs> there was. Count. You I'm know, just going to shoot you there, now. You know, the, the pugilist, the, the Marcus yes. to Queensberry kind of rules, stuff like that. I'm like, uh, no, yes. no. Um, but, I mean, I was in a situation. I think we talked about this uh, last oh. fall. No, no. Okay. No. Did, oh, we did talk about that guy though, didn't we? Yeah. Um, no, I was at a bar, local bar, with some friends, and this guy who was—I'm pretty sure—yeah, yeah, the yeah, guy yeah, was just yeah, meth out of his head. 
and like I wasn't looking for a fight anywhere but as soon as the cops like because you know the cop got the guy down on the ground my friend is helping the cop the cop looks at me and says are you with him and points at my friend I'm like yeah I'm with that guy he's like who are they with and points at the the guy who's being detained points at his friends I'm like they're with him he's like you keep your eyes on them and I'm like oh okay then and I'm fully expecting me like if they rush this cop to try to save their friend, then, then I've got to jump in. Yeah. Luckily they didn't, but, right. But I mean, that's the situation I'm like, and I just want to, I'm like, would you do that? Would you stand there and be like, okay. And then with the expectation of like, if, if they rush in, you're not just going to be like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> you know what though? Nowadays, unless it's like you said, unless it's defending my family, I would pause at certain situations like that. Like if you and I go out, okay, and we're at a restaurant or something like that, or we're at a bar and we're going home and this guy's wanting to fight you or I, I'd be like, Greg, let's just get the fuck out of here as fast as we can because we got family at home. We don't need to get hurt. We don't need to go to jail. We don't need any of this. Problems as fast as I can is pretty damn slow nowadays. No, I mean, just get in the car. You know, just get in the car. Yeah. If he no, bangs if he bangs and breaks the car, cool. Take a picture of him. Let's keep driving off, and we'll eventually call the cops. Yeah. Like, Again, not looking, not looking for one. Not, right. But, I mean, there are situations where you're just in that, I don't know. I mean, yeah. if you're cornered in his fight or flight, of course you're going to fight. But, what? um. I've been told by many people that are very experienced fighters, best thing you can do is fucking run. Oh, absolutely. Best thing you can do. And that's, I agree with that. Like, there's no yeah. reason to, I'm just thinking, because you, you try to think of situations where it's like, okay, how I guess, think, guess we're going to do this. How many, how many men do you think get suckered into the idea that, like, when you think of fight or flight response, First thing that pops yeah. in my head is I hope I'm a I'm a fight response guy. Like what? No. Like you don't want to be that you're no. fighting because you have to. Like there is no other option. There is I no just hope plan. I just hope I'm not a freeze guy. Because there's fight, yes, that, fight, that, that freeze. freeze. Yes. I don't want to be a freeze guy. No, because you don't. then then you are screwed no matter what. You know, as the great Black Panther said, I never freeze. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But no, you're right. That's that's the one that is definitely you don't want to be that guy. But I'm what I what I was going to ask was how many guys do you think talk themselves into fighting because that's the tough that's the that's you're a real man if you do that shit, right? You yeah. know how, how many people I, do that? I don't know how many guys that I know have actually been in a fight. In a fight. I mean, I mean, I know a couple of guys that do like training and stuff like that. But yeah. I mean, to be in an actual fist fight even the guy that helped out the cop and was down you know, like holding the guy down on the ground yeah i talked to him later i'm like he's like i said i said you're still he's like i'm shaking i'm like well your adrenaline's through the roof man yeah. i said you probably haven't been into a fight since high school and he's like ever I'm like you've never been in a fight he's like no not ever i think nowadays dude that's and he's reality. my age I mean, graduated the same year as me. He's just like, yeah, oh, but even never. like I said, back in your day, I don't remember seeing no. a lot of fights. And that's what I'm agreeing with. Yeah. I mean, and, and I wasn't, I have am by no means been in a ton of fights. I'm not even saying that, you right. know, I'm not saying like I'm a fighter. I'm not. Um, 
it's just, you know, to, for him to say, I've, I mean, he, he had two twin brothers growing up. I'm like, you never like fought your brother, threw, threw down with your brothers or like even came close or like, even if it was more like wrestling kind of stuff, you know, he's like, no, never. Okay. Well, that's weird. If you've like, never wrestled okay. your brothers, are you kidding me? Like, that's what he made it sound hell, like. When I was a kid, I wrestled my sisters. Like, but like, seriously, like, I mean, my brother and I got into, well, I don't some, think wrestling things. No, he and I got into a couple of things where, I mean, I, to, to date, I am the only one of the two of us that actually did swing at the other. Um, I never did a close fist, but, but then we, I mean, we did, smack him. I did, I smacked the shit out of him <laughs> twice. Right. God right. bitch slapped. <laughs> Kurt did. Yeah. Um, I'm sure we're going to get responses to that one. Hashtag uh, Kurt bitch slap. Uh, but there, <laughs> there was, I mean, there were other times where it's like, if we would have fought, I mean, it would have got serious, but I remember like him tying me to a pretzel a couple times and just okay. like holding me down. But did, when, when, when you hit your police officer brother, did he, um, did, was he like, did you just, you just slap me? Or did he give you that look like Wayne from um, the Wonder Years? Remember his older brother, Wayne? Yeah. Did he give you that look like, you're going to fucking die, punk? Um, It was the, <laughs> or was it like, the first time it happened. Um, It was, I smacked him. And it wasn't even a smack. It was like a straight kind of, bap, and I got him like right in the forehead, and his head went, boom. So it wasn't he, like Forrest Gump and uh, not Forrest Gump. It wasn't like uh, Napoleon Dynamite and his brother. No, no, it probably would have turned into that. So we we did more of that than anything. But yes, um, that's what I did with my sisters a lot. It was that. No, I, it it was he and I were having a disagreement, and I I did a a palm strike on his forehead. And uh, did you just? Yeah. Did you just hit me in the forehead? <laughs> yeah, it was almost where I saw. I mean, I watched his head go, it kind of bounce back, and then he looked at me like, "Oh, he's kind of blinking, like what the fuck?" I mean, like he was shocked. Yeah, that's and, okay. So he was like, and then he, Wait a he, he ran upstairs. We we're in the basement, and then he Mom. ran upstairs. No, no, I don't <laughs> think our parents were home at all. Um, he ran upstairs, and I was like. At the time, I'm like, I thought we were going to fight. Like, I thought this was going to be it. This was going to be the, nope, we're finally going to have a real fight with fist thrown and whatnot. And um, what he said was he couldn't believe I did it, and he ran upstairs before he started swinging too, which I kind of believe. I mean, I was. Yeah, I believe that. He was eighth grade, I think eighth grade, starting, like, to be the starting, like, workouts. Yeah, like super early, or it was like in that workout career of a young man. Uh, I was in sixth grade, chubby as hell, not athletic, and he right, just, you just saw Rocky Four. I ready to go. Yeah, I I was one of those <laughs> points where I was like, I've had enough of this shit, and I and I did the. Well, I don't know. Uh, I don't know why I thought a fist was a bad idea. I mean, I was pretty much the same type of reaction, but. Um, I bet you if you were to hit him with a fist, he probably would have said, okay. Oh, yeah. I think it, we definitely would have probably 
fought and fought. Has have your kids gotten into any type of wrestling match? Wrestling ish, but no, they mostly just yell at each other. There there have we do hear like some yelling and then like there's smacking on the arms or the thighs or something. Uh-huh. Um they've never and they've been mad at each other, but I don't think they've ever really thrown down. Yeah. I don't think anybody does anymore. Because I remember my mother telling me in See, high school. But like our I friend, remember, our friend Farah, like her boys, I just got to think her boys, if they're mad at each other, are going to gonna start to throw. You know what? I don't believe so. We got to ask Farah that. I don't believe so. I don't think they, I don't think they do. I don't think they fight each other. Like, I think they yell. I think they wrestle. I think maybe the older one puts the younger one in a head, headlock and I can picture and I'm, this like is going off. Of, this is, yeah, this is going off of a, of a very small understanding. Um, very small. I could see the younger one crying and that's when mom or dad come in and say, yeah. all right, that's enough. According to my dad. And I don't remember doing this. I used to bite my own arm and blame it on, and then blame it on my brother. <laughs> which worked a couple times until that's actually diabolical, Greg. Right? Until dad went, okay, come here. And he's like, bite your own arm. And he's like, put your teeth. And he like matched up to teeth marks. And he's like, oh, so you're biting yourself. And I was like, no detective. Yeah. Yeah. Well, detective dad, yeah. I don't remember doing that, but dad said, I think did. I'm going to deal with something like that from Gwen in terms of, she's already tried a couple of times to be smart. Yeah, I try to outwit yeah. you a little bit. I actually told her this that I was so mad at her today. Today she had a huge attitude. And today I, I, I finally had enough. And I said, <laughs> and because Ursula went <clears throat> after I said it, because <laughs> I walked I walked up to her and I said, For right now, I'm smarter than you. So there is no way you're gonna get anything past me right now. And she goes, Gwen goes, Okay. <laughs> and right when I said for right now, I'm smarter than you. I heard Ursula go. <laughs> <laughs> because I, oh. I just, I know my daughter's going to be smarter than me one day. I just know it's going to happen. But, um, we hope so. Isn't I, that always the dream that you yes. hope your kids are yeah. smarter than you? Shit, man. I'll be honest. I hope my daughter's like Tony Stark and she's building shit and I have to like, you blew out the fuses because why? Yeah. You know, I actually hope I, that's the type of, kid i have to deal with um well she's not an mit yet so i don't know if she's stark level yeah probably not yeah she didn't build her first engine yet so she has this habit though of uh stripping all of her dolls (laughs) oh naked barbie time yeah we had that why do they do that it just could i don't know just take it off i i remember we got kate a bunch of barbies from like a rummage sale and yeah they immediately um, stripped them down. And then I, I walked downstairs and she like laid them out on the, she didn't lay them out of the couch. She just like dumped them there. Yeah. It, the way all of them landed it was a complete Barbie lesbian orgy going on. And you're like, Oh, that's, uh, yeah. they're all naked. Okay. Let's just put, am I the only there. one that appreciates this? Yeah. Right like now? that's, <laughs> that's inappropriate. We're going to put those away. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, Ursula said that and she goes, why is why does she why does she keep taking all the clothes off? I said, honey, as long as she's not taking off their heads, we're good. Yeah. 
<laughs> so, um, yeah. So, yeah, I don't, I don't, I have no interest in fighting. But I, I think the question, I think the question you're asking, I think any guy and girl out there, if it came to it, you'd fight. That's a little bit what I'm afraid of with like my kids and my wife is if they get pushed to the point where they need to fight, they don't know how. Like, it's okay. I, I think most people don't, Greg. You're right. They, most people don't. But then when I've seen, like, you know, in that type YouTube of bikes, wrestling YouTube with your bikes. kids, well, not even that, oh. but in the type of wrestling you do, like, like, oh, and then I've grabbed Kate's wrist. Yeah. And she like tries to twist the way I'm like, you're doing the exact wrong thing. Like, so things like that, I'm like, oh my God, they're gonna, they're gonna get trafficked. (laughs) So, oh, get trafficked. No, I, that's a, I'm, I'm glad, I'm not glad you brought that up, but that's something that terrifies me. That terrifies me. I remember telling Ursula, she, after we watched Taken, she said to me, what'd you think? I said, if somebody takes you, honey, I don't have those skills. You're fucked. Yeah. I don't don't do. You know, uh, and I felt horrible as a man and as a husband telling my wife that if somebody takes you, I can't save you. I don't have so skills like that. I think, I think the film is called Heavenly Creatures. It's with uh, Amy Adams and other people. Is that about the witches? About no, witches? no, it's not about witches. It's, it's a very it's almost like an independent, like, um, and it's got a real independent film feel, but she's like an editor and she's reading a book like her. I don't know if it's her ex-husband or her ex-boyfriend or college boyfriend or something. Um, Oh, I'm sorry. It's not heavenly creatures. It's nocturnal animals. Jake Gyllenhaal. It's, It's, it's Amy Adams and Jake Gyllenhaal. Okay. And, uh, so she's reading a book, I think written by Jake Gyllenhaal. And um, in this book, you know, as she's like visualizing it, she's visualizing herself, I think, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and Jake Gyllenhaal as the dad. Desert, you know, somewhere out west, desert road. <coughs> Excuse me. So it's, it's a, it's a dad, his wife and his teenage daughter. And then, you know, car full of yahoos, like pull them over. Okay. Like make it to where force them off the road. And then they end up taking the daughter and the wife and like leave him beaten on the side of the road. And I'm watching this and Chris is like, you like this movie? I'm like, fucking, I hate this movie. So this is like every husband slash dad. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Are you kidding me? And the whole thing, like Amy Amy Adams character is dealing with some other stuff in real life. And I, it it was, I was so affected by like this novel that she's reading. I forgot whatever the hell the other plot was because I'm just like, this is terrible. And then, you know, Aaron Johnson, the the guy who played, uh, uh, Quicksilver. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I know. He's like the bad guy. Uh, in the, in the book. Right. And so, yeah, I mean, it's, you're not going to watch this cause I would highly suggest you don't, um, you know, the wife is killed 
Oh, no. Wife and daughter are both killed, and then it's Jake Gyllenhaal like going out for vengeance, and not in like a cool Punisher kind of way, but in a, yeah. a guy who has absolutely no skills trying to do this. Yeah, and it just goes badly, like for everyone. And you're like, this is a terrible movie. Why did we watch this? I mean, it's yeah, you know, it was well acted, well acted, but I don't want to ever watch this movie again. Right. Yeah. Those are very scary. Like for a while, I think it was uh, a couple of years ago for a while. The big, the big thing was like home invasion movies. Yeah. That was like a big thing. That was like a horror movie. It was a home invasion and that's real Mm -hmm. stuff because that's stuff you can actually watch and go, okay, right there. He should have noticed that something was happening or this, that they were being like stalked or, or right there, you know, you should have locked the door or yeah. whatever. I'm just saying like, those are things that can keep, can keep a, keep a, keep a, keep a dad up at night for sure. Mm-hmm. Those are yep. horrible. Yeah. Let's think of something a little bit more cheerful to finish this off. You got uh, do I have anything? I don't know. Oh yeah, I do. Um, so it seems like right now, would be, and they are kind of doing it, but it, there's E3, which is the giant uh, video game conference. So there's lots of news coming out in video games. Is that um, why I'm getting inundated with all of these video game trailers? Yes, absolutely. I it's thought because, the new Avatar came out today. Oh, like yeah. The trailer. The trailer I was like, what for the, the hell is Avatar this? video game. Yeah. Which I watched and I went, fuck, who cares? Like, that's the is, problem. That, <laughs> is that a property that, I mean, and I know James Cameron supposedly making more Avatar films as we speak. He's filming two more. Maybe he's done. I, it's one of those projects that you hear about and then you don't hear about it for a year. And then we're probably going to get like a teaser trailer and be like, oh, did he actually? I think that? that's how everybody's going to look at it. It's like, oh, okay. I'll wait till it comes out on, you know, I, you know, Disney. It's a Disney property now. Yes. The, part of Animal Kingdom is this entire Avatar, like you're right. Avatar yeah. ride, which I hear is a cool ride. But at the same time, I'm like, that's a property that I'm like, does anybody care? Like, yeah. the, I mean, you're right. It, it was Dances with Wolves in space yep. or, or, or on another planet. And you're like, I, I wasn't aware that anybody loved this movie so much that it became a Disney ride that they're planning two sequels. They've got a video game coming out that looks like it's just like the movie. The same thing. It, like more storytelling. I mean, you'll be, oh, a different tribe, but it's still you versus all the technology that man brings. Like, Oh, for real? It, yeah. I mean, the preview is like you're one of the blue people. Yeah. And you're taking out like the they're not helicopters, but those ships that, yeah, those cover things. Yeah. 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 That was my, that was my thought when Avatar, when I heard Avatar was having a sequel, my actual thought was not necessarily who cares because it, before I forgot what Marvel movie it was, but before that Avatar was like the number one of all time. Like there was no other movie that made more money than it. See, and the only thing I can think was, I mean, for me, it was, and, and you know what? I saw it twice in the theater because I watched it, saw it in 3D, okay. and went, this is a movie that does 3D correctly. Not because I love the story so much, but because I love how it looked. Right. 
Yeah, I I remember watching I, when I heard the sequel. <laughs> I remember thinking to myself, okay, but what else is there to tell? Yeah, I mean, like if I, it's what if I it's understand, the blue tribe against underwater. the purple tribe, I don't care. I think he's, I heard early, this is years ago, that he's going to go into the oceans because yeah. he wants to do more underwater filming because Dude, he's, an, he's all about, he's a camera nerd. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's a camera nerd. He's an explorer nerd. I get it. But like, is it, again, because it's Hollywood, av- the next Avatar film that comes out, am I going to see it in the theater? Yeah. Well, they'll, wait a minute. They'll, come on, they'll come get, on, come on. I, I think people lose that with you because you you have a really good theater. It's a fun theater. Right. You're a theater geek. Like you enjoy the whole ambiance of yes. that experience. Yes, I do. But at the end of the day, you're not paying what most theater people pay. That's true. Like if it was if it was my if if I had to pay what is it like twenty bucks the, now? The last time I went to a, uh, I went to like a Cynodyne with my family and it was at the end of the day, it was like 200 bucks for right. us to, you wouldn't do that for Avatar, would you? Fuck no. Okay. No, not at all. How, what movies would you do that for? I don't know anymore because, because okay. Matt runs such a good theater. Right. And, well, I guess and, what I'm saying and, is and if it's there targeted was no at Matt, me. If there was no Matt. See, and, um, I want to see, I want to see the new Top Gun in IMAX. So okay. that's going to be one of those things that we're going to put the bill for. Um, it's going to be those big special effects ones. I'm okay. not seeing, I'm not seeing comedies. I'm not seeing no romances. I'm not seeing any of that stuff. Even like a horror film. I'm not going to see it on the big no. screen. I mean, I'm no, going to see the see big, big sci-fi, like big sci-fi Infinity war or end game. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, in fact, this summer, I don't know if there's anything. Well, like Black Widow, I'll watch Black Widow. Like if if Matt didn't exist, yeah. I would go. I would go to the the big movie, the big Cineplex to see Black yeah. Widow. Okay. Um, right. Where was I going with that? We were we were talking about like we're not going to go or yeah. are you going to go see? So Evan? I'll see. So if he's making two, I'll go see the next one. But unless that's phenomenal story wise, I'm not going to see the third one. Yeah, in the yeah. theater. What about what about Matrix Four? You you at all interested? I saw one I, small part. Like I'm sorry, I saw one. I saw a still shot of how Keanu Keanu looks like John Wick. Uh huh. He looks like a bum. And at first, I thought this girl with jello looking hair was part of the Matrix. It's the director. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Everything looked this like it looked like Neo was lost in the Matrix. Like he's, he's just this bum. Really? And I That's what it looks like. I am interested because okay. I was such a fan of the first movie yes. and my my fandom declined with each movie. With each movie after that, to the point where the third one I was like, well, I guess that's how they're gonna end it. I mean, yeah. I, I, agree was, I agree. Hey, visual, I have a question. This is on, going off topic, on. and this is kind of what we do. Just, just a second. Yeah, uh, visually, I like it, and so yes, I am. I'm interested to see where where the next Matrix goes. Yeah, where the next Matrix goes. So it's one. Of, I'm in for one movie. I'm, I'm eventually going to see all of them. I'm yeah. in for one movie in the theater to right. see where it goes. Okay. Do you think that fight 
in part two where they're in like that ballroom. Do you mean ball. when? Do you mean when they're they're staircases? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Do you think that's one of the best fight scenes of all time? No. Like one of them? You don't no. think so? No. There's a lot of wire foo going on. There's wire foo is part of that. <clears throat> like that's a it separate is. category. It is. It is a separate category. In which yeah. case, uh, again, you're asking the guy who's watched in research, not research, but was a fan of like Asian cinema and, and watching what those guys are doing. What's the best one you've seen then? <clears throat> the best fight scene I've ever seen. Martial arts fight scene. Like, look, I'm not going to hold you to this. This is no. just, I mean, cause I know I got you right at like, I'm just asking you to pull one out of your ass. Right. I mean, the but, ones that I love to watch uh, two Donnie Yen pieces. One was in a movie called SLP where he does his, he's got, and a scream, a collapsible baton, more or okay. less. And his one guy's wearing a white has, suit, right? Yeah, he and yes, he's got. I remember, two this, I remember this fight. Great fight scene. Yeah. Um, Donnie Yen in the Ip, Ip Man movies, where he's doing a lot of Wing Chun. Yeah. Fantastic. Um, Jet Li in the movie Hero. I mean, the, what about F- Jet Li in the movie, the one where he gets framed in Paris? And Bridget Bridget Fonda's in the movie with him. Oh gosh. You remember that movie where he's like, he's trying to, he goes to the police station to get the guy that's corrupt and he, <clears throat> door and he turns around. There's like a hundred black belts behind him. And he's like, okay, he was the dude that used to pull out uh, in that movie. He'd pull out these needles and poke you in certain places to like paralyze you and stuff like that. Right. Yeah. I have no recollection of that. Movie. A night Paris or. Uh, yeah. I have no recollection of that movie. I mean, I, I know it exists. I don't remember actually watching it, even though I know I've seen it. I cannot think of a single piece of that movie. Yeah, very few frames then, are coming. And obviously, then, then obviously that's not yeah you know, movies that stick with you. I know um, the raid is a really good fight scene. The yeah, the raid and the raid two, the yes. the kitchen fight scene in the raid two is yeah. phenomenal. Um, but. The Matrix films um, are just like love letters to that Asian film market, and and you know that well, that kind of goes back to what I'm saying. Well, yeah, I mean, but the Matrix films, why I thought they were really cool yeah. at the time, like, and this was before I really got into like import films and stuff like that. Uh-huh. The fact that it was Lawrence Fishburne and Keanu Reeves in the dojo, like actually doing their own martial arts i was like wow like yeah, these actors you know, i think these actors right. trained they trained yeah. to do that yeah and then i started studying martial arts and i went everything they did i can do now okay meanwhile so do you think that's a, that's an interesting point do you think that movie is the one that started it where people are like you know fuck it you're gonna train now like before oh, then yep you know and and even still what, what the wachowskis did right was that they trained their actors and their actors are being trained by, by Asian stunt teams. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they said, and those guys were like, this is how you do this. This is how you make it look cool. And then they pulled the camera back and they let the actors do the moves and right. actually instead catch it on camera instead of like the born know, identity, the born identity. Even some of that up close fighting can still look cool, but American 
filmmakers do all these camera tricks and it turns into exactly the issue that everybody had with the transformers films is that the camera was so close even though they were cgi robots they kept the camera so close you don't know what the hell's going on like oh yeah you're right. oh when you, they're fighting when yeah. they're fighting yeah no giant idea. robots yeah. fighting pull the camera back yeah. those things you could make it look at like an amazing fight scene and you didn't yeah um because you wanted Shia LaBeouf's face to be by Bumblebee's crotch. So anyway, oh, uh, <laughs> the thing that I was, I mean, so we talked talking about video games and we jumped to Avatar. Yes. Sorry, what, what I really want to say, <laughs> I got stupid giddy for the masters of the universe series. That's coming to Netflix. Oh, the Netflix one. Yeah. By Kevin Smith. By Kevin Smith. Yeah. And the trailer that they cut for that, and it's got I Need a Hero playing in the background, like a style. I, and I was like, I got goosebumps. I was. I know. Just... I saw the trailer 10 minutes before you text me and said, I'm going to, I think I peed a little. Yeah. And I thought, yeah. I bet you he's talking about Master <laughs> of the Universe. And I'll tell you my honest, my first thought of it. My first thought was. Oh, I don't like that. Because I, <laughs> the, my, the reason I didn't like it was the reason you liked it was I need a hero. I thought, why are they fucking playing? Like, here's the problem with that song. I've never, that's always been the song in a parody. It's of okay. like number five being a hero. Right. You know, number five right. from Short Circuit. I, it was I always understand. like yep. a slapstick. That That's the song you use when I'm being a hero, but you're not really a fucking hero. You're just being... You know, you just think you're a hero. Right. It's not like John Wick going, I need a hero. You know, that would be right. awesome. But it was always that. So right when I saw that, I thought, okay, are are they not doing this seriously? Is this not, is that was my first thought of yeah. it. I have the opposite. I mean, I, I, I know <laughs> yeah, exactly obviously. what you, yeah. <clears throat> I know exactly what you're talking about with that song. I mean, but you, some people try to do it serious and it ends up almost coming like a parody. Yes. Um, Kylo Ren when he makes his revert back to Ben Solo and and okay. uh, Last Jedi, and he like he's like jumping down the pit. Somebody cut that song into his fight scene where he's taking out the Knights of Ren. Liked it. It was cool. I mean, at the same time, you're like it's kind of cheesy, but you're like I don't know, I don't know, not bad. Um, what got me with with this <clears throat> was. It starts in the background, and I'm like, are those laser blasts, like, to the beat of something? Am I hearing that right? And then I was like, what song is that? What are they, what are they doing? And, oh, then, it, and then it builds build. to, to the I have the power, and you see the, right. you know, the yes. thing. And I was like, and it hits the I need a hero. I'm like, oh, I do need a hero. I mean, it just, it, yeah, <laughs> 19, 1985 just. What got back. me, yeah, what got me again was I actually the fight scenes look cool between Skeletor and He-Man. He yeah. was doing some weird stuff where he was pulling stuff out of dimensions and throwing it at yeah, He-Man. Yeah. And I thought, that's cool. I've never seen that. That's cool. And Mark um, Hamill's the voice of Skeletor. Yes, I could tell that right off the bat, too. I was like, oh, that's Mark Hamill, which will be great. That's awesome. Because yeah. he puts a lot of passion into these voice. He does. Yeah. He does. So, um, But yeah, I, I will I watch that? Yeah, I'll be there the second that comes on because he-man is something that you and i grew up on yeah it's 
I've always I think that's why I really liked Thor Ragnarok is because it reminded me of He Man meets um, Flash Gordon. Very much so. Yeah, that's how I felt. That's how I felt Ragnarok was that's for me. In this feel. Yeah, um, I hope Thor Love and Thunder is the same way. I just hope they didn't go too far. Oh, too far into the comedy. Yeah, too far into the comedy. Too far into being silly. <clears throat> and now you're just like, oh, what'd you do? The- the one thing about Taika Waititi that I yeah. can tell is that not only is he a fanboy himself, but he knows what the fanboys want and Good. he knows how much to give us and how much to not give us. You know what I mean? Yes. So, so I hear it's not, it's not complete fan service. It's enough. They got in trouble by Marvel. Oh, really? Yes. They were showing too much on their Instagrams. They didn't want that oh. <laughs> they didn't want people seeing that shit, I guess, or something like that. Because Marvel's right. real hush hush on their stuff. Like totally. in this day and age, I haven't seen one thing except a comic book drawing of Doctor Strange 2. What and what's shocking about that, I mean, we're in the information age, man. I mean, yeah. and even even movies that have been in the can forever, like I'm surprised we don't know the entire plot. And have seen almost all of Morbius. Yes, you're right. I mean, that movie, I mean, it's a Sony film, so it's like maybe the security's not as tight as (laughs) as a Marvel film. Because, I mean, Sony's like the redheaded stepchild of Marvel films at this point. But I'm interested in that film. I'm interested. I want to see it. And I'm like, I'm surprised there's not even like, I've thought by now there'd be a pirate release release of that film. It's like not on the internet. You're right. You're right. I'm very interested. To see because I'm piecing together certain things where they're going to take Spider-Man and mess with Sony. I think it's like the guy, the head guy at Sony, and and Kevin Feige are like really good friends, and they have this huge agreement where it's like, okay, cool. So Spider-Man is going to start going into that universe, right? And I think it's going to have something to do with either Spider-Man three or the Multiverse of Madness, whatever. I'm interested well, how they make it work. But it, what's interesting is that, I mean, with those two studio heads, yes, what they've come to the re- realization of, it's like, hey, I know that the character is kind of this in-between or on loan or however you want to call it, but if we do stuff together, we're printing money. Yes. Like, you get money and I get money. Yep. Let's get money together. Exactly. Exactly. That's... That is the number one thing that helps people win like Super Bowls. Like, yeah. Put your ego, ego, put your ego down. Cause I know yeah. you're good. I'm good too. Yeah. Let's, yeah, let's but, go win. And we both good. Shit, we you haven't know, even um, talked about the Packers. Oh, yeah. Well, we can say that for coming. next time. Spring training's coming. That, that whole season's coming up. Um, but the other, the last thing I wanted to end with was, um, we were talking about Feige. We we're Oh, yeah, I don't know why Paramount doesn't get their head out of their ass and give them the Hulk. Like, I don't, I don't understand yeah, that. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. You know, uh, it, you can almost tell that maybe it's like, <clears throat> like, no, 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 no. Let, let's let's cheapen the Hulk a little bit if Paramount's not willing to work with us. Well, I mean, because they have She-Hulk. I mean, that's coming out as a series. Um, Does little Paramount own? No, no. Okay, I don't so they think just they own She-Hulk. the Hulk. They, they just own Bruce Banner, else. the Hulk. Yeah. Okay. Um, little, I, I, I would say I'm concerned about She-Hulk in that I know nothing of their production. 
I know the people they cast for it, and they look fine. It's that um, one more from Black. Yeah, who's a great actress. I mean, she, have you seen her lately? You should type up her twenty twenty workout. Uh, I did see some shots. Yeah, which makes me wonder: Are they not doing a CGI She Hulk? Like, are they just gonna like CGI her green, and then that's her powers, or? You know what are they oh yeah yeah you're right because I mean, while she hulk does keep her personality in the comics of course she hulk does keep her personality most of the time i realized right. the last couple of years in the avengers books it's been different but the the she hulk that everybody knows and loves of her being a lawyer she's she hulk but she's also jennifer walters at the same time right yeah it's jennifer walters with green skin and super strength but she's also like superhero amazonian proportions yes yeah she's like damn near seven feet tall you know curvy as hell so it makes me wonder how i mean i don't think they're going to do that with this if i'm being 100 percent honest she was probably one of my first comic crushes that's such a thing Uh, makes sense yeah so so i don't know i i've i'm i'm not fearful i'm hopeful but yeah. at the same time, I know nothing of what they're doing. So I'm just like, oh, it's the please don't suck. Piece right. Where you're just like, I'm going to watch it. Please don't suck. Yeah. Yeah. I, again, I was telling my little, uh, my, I was my little, I was telling my cousin, Mateo, who's a big MCU fan. Like he, he, he literally grew up on it. He was born in yeah. like, I'm going to butcher this. So please forgive me if you're listening to this. He was pretty much born right around the time Iron Man. Okay. So early two like, thousands, yeah. Yeah, he was born in, in like two thousand. I think Iron Man came out in 03 He's or twenty something, early twenties now, late teens, early twenties. No, I'm wrong. Sorry, he's eleven. <laughs> so, Holy shit, dude! Come on, my math. <laughs> anyway, so he, he was born uh, like around the time, yes. uh like this Age of Ultron <laughs> came out. Yeah, sorry. So he's yeah. So he's he's all about Marvel. He loves it. And he's like, you know what I like about it? it? All of them are so good. I'm like, I'm like, and I keep thinking to myself, one's going to be bad, bro. One's going to disappoint you. It's going to happen because they just can't keep doing this. Well, it, if it's not going to be like, I, I was disappointed in Cloak and Dagger. I was disappointed in Runaways. I don't, you know. I don't actually count those. You I, have to. They're I, there. No, they're there. They're Marvel. No, They're Disney Marvel. That's like me counting the Fantastic Four as Marvel. No, no, it's not because they're that's in continuity. Actually, the I've been told it's not. The Hulu series are not in continuity. Neither are the Netflix ones. The Netflix ones aren't, but the Hulu ones were produced by Disney because Hulu is owned by Disney. Are they really? Is that why they have the bundle? That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. So like Runaways. Yeah, I heard. And... I heard no. I heard because they were Hulu was originally supposed to be the the supernatural side of Marvel. That was their thing. That's with Hellstrom and yeah, they were well, but all that. And Feige Cloak was and Dagger like, was first. No. Yeah, that must be a change because that they I think were supposed is. to be I like. I can understand if they're there, and then we just don't we just don't talk about them. Anymore. You know, you know what's there, and no one talks about what um, uh, uh, Black Bolt. Help me out. Black Bolt. The in- yeah. Oh, the Inhumans. Yeah. Yes. That's there. <clears throat> well, yeah, because if Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is in continuity, so is Inhumans. Well, yes. yeah, it's the same thing. If, yes. if Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is there, you got to have Inhumans, Cloak and Dagger, Hellstrom, 
and Runaways. Ghost Rider. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I think he was just talking about the movies and Disney Plus shows. But again, like you and I said, we didn't, we weren't really on board for Falcon Winter Soldier. Or we, oh, you know why I think we weren't? You know what I heard? Huh. They had to rewrite half of that show because of the virus. The virus was, was supposed to be the main thing. And they had to rewrite half of it. And if you were to watch uh-huh. that again, you could see where they're like, all right, where are they going with this? Because well, yeah, while, I felt like that the whole like, time. Yeah, for a while I felt like Bucky and Sam were just walking around. <laughs> yeah. And they're worried yeah. about, you know, Sam's boat. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think I think they had to start extending stuff and start trying to figure out what do we do because half of that plot is all about um yeah. them dropping okay. a virus. There was no well, super soldier stuff. It was all virus. Okay. That would make more sense. Yeah. And I heard this is the one thing I heard, and shame on all you people out there who just can't live with things that change. How were you on? Were you on board for Karen Sharon Carter being the power broker? Are you okay with that? Yeah, me too. It's not gonna. <clears throat> they've rewritten it because she's not the power broker now. No, I according to what I've been what I what I've heard that. So many people put up such a fuss about Sharon Carter, who is, in my opinion, a D-list character at best. Why? Like, wh- they were it- upset because that's not who she is in the in the comic book. She's not that person in the comic books. Guess what? Tony Stark's not that cool in the com- comic books well, until she, in the comic book. I mean, she shot Captain America on the steps of the Capitol. You right. know, she, she was, she's, yeah, but she, but she wasn't doing that out of her own free will. And this well, one almost looked like the power broker. Yeah. She was like, "You guys screwed me, screw you." Then, and that made her interesting, in my opinion. Okay, but they they just stopped it. I don't, and I'm like, God, shut up, don't. nerds. Yeah, I mean, there's a certain point where you're we like, good job on the Snyder cut, but they were doing yeah. good with Sharon Carter being a bad guy. I was cool with that. Well, she's not even a bad guy. She was just independent. I wouldn't call her a bad guy. I would have. Well, that's just you, John. She put out like a twelve-year-old, not twelve-year-old, but like a eighteen-year-old. He's morally. Oh no, morally ambiguous. (laughs) All right, we'll end it there with morally (laughs) ambiguous. All right, Greg. Any final words? Yep. As always, uh, and I gotta remember as my as always because it's not just the one thing anymore. Uh, you have to know your audience, verify your sources, and finally, don't be a douche. Good words. Good words. All right, man. For the Greg, this is Johnny. Podcast out, everybody. Have a great rest of your week. <laughs>